0: Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Steepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, I got a special guest on my show. He's a forex trader and entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, Nehemiah Douglas. What's going on, man? I'm doing very well, brother. Pleasure to have you on the show today. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. It was a pleasure hearing about you through our friend Ryan. You know, he told me some great things, told me he had a great story. and. Mm -hmm. From the second he spoke your name, I was like, oh, well, let's get him on the show. And, you know, he brought me to your Instagram, and now we're here, like, what, a week later. So, Ryan, good looking, my brother. (laughs) Shout out, Ryan. (laughs) Ah man. So, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling really good. Uh, Energy's good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm ready to knock it out. No, that's what I'm talking about, man. So, yeah, so I pretty much wanted to get a synopsis of who you are and how you got to where you are at this point, you know. So, uh, where, where are you originally from? So I'm
1: I'm originally from Kansas City. Okay. Um so Midwest mm-hmm. and uh but I've been ba- back and forth between California and Kansas City mm-hmm. um most of my life and uh but majority in Kansas City. So Oh, okay. Okay. And when did you move to LA like full time full time yeah, Oh, California cuz you don't live in LA right now, right? No, not in LA right okay. now. But um I might as well say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but officially it was um I would say 2011, Mm -hmm. and then I was here for a little bit. I went off to college, and then it's been since 2015. Gotcha. What'd you go to college for? Uh, Psychology, but I dropped out. Oh, okay. (laughs) You just said it wasn't for you? Well, you know, since we're talking about background, that's, you know, we could get into that in a second, but Uh um, I went originally for school. Couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. um, Ran into some issues with school loans, stuff like that, and then um, end up... Man, like I ended up having to get like a one bedroom apartment that had a move in special. Um, And that's when I decided I was like, man, I don't want money to ever get between me and my goals, like ever again. So that's when I decided to be an entrepreneur, you know, and I just took off from there.
0: That's what's up, man. Yeah, I noticed uh, when I used to interview students to, to enroll in school, when I used to be a mission representative, I noticed the three main obstacles that they saw was an obstacle was time, money, and fear. You know, so it's funny you say you don't want money to be an obstacle, and you took matters into your own hands. And that's what's the importance of actually achieving a goal, is deciding that you want to do it. So, I commend you on that, because it takes a lot of courage to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you don't know where your next meal is coming from, where your next check is coming from, and you're building something (laughs) from the ground up. So, trust me, I'm in it right now, you know, as you can see. (laughs) Nah, but that's what's up, man. So, how'd you get into Forex trading?
1: So, um, I was actually scrolling through a Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Now, let me, let me actually give you a little bit more context because I want to make sure I give the viewers, um, you know, what they're looking for. So, mm-hmm. basically, I had started on this path of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and uh, I started off as a party planner. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I went to Arizona State, which is a huge party school. But uh, when I got there it was like, you know, it was very just closed off and, and exclusive, even though like they had given us this like image that there's parties everywhere and stuff. It was so like everybody was had their own clicks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like it was very clicky. So I was like, you know what, I'll start throwing open parties and I'll charge mm-hmm. at the door. So that was like my bag for a while. But I realized, you know, I'm studying books, entrepreneurship books and stuff. People just thought I wanted to be a party promoter. But I was, like, you know, really diving deep for entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And I realized, I was like, man, like, this is great income, but, like, it's not, like, residual income. Mm -hmm. So, I remember I was actually in the middle of the club, and I thought of this idea for a mobile app. And I was like, man, like, let me work on this mobile app. So, I went Mm -hmm. home, and I started researching it, and mobile apps are super expensive. I'm sure you can imagine. Right. Just the designing alone. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, um... You know, I put together like all my plans for it, put together a site, all this stuff, um, and I'm, I'm gonna get into forex in just. A hey, second. bro, take your time. this is hard <laughs> show right now. Yeah. Take your time. So, um, what happened was is I started working on this on this app. I, I put out a website for it, mm-hmm. um, and basically, people thought the idea was dope, all that stuff. So. I worked my butt off. Can I custom the show? Yeah, I worked, I mean, I worked my butt, Yeah, I, I'll, I'll just say ass. I worked my ass off for this app. So I was working forty hours per week, and I was Ubering mm-hmm. at the same time. And I moved to California, and I was Ubering and all this stuff. Well, I was looking for ways to like get this app off the ground because mm-hmm. I did end up launching it to the App Store, mm-hmm. and uh, I was looking for ways to get this app off the ground inexpensively. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have a big marketing budget and all this stuff. And I had, like, built this, built this, like, little marketing team that, you know, I knew that they'd do that for a living. Mm-hmm. And I would just bounce ideas with them. Okay. And I followed this guy. His name is Tyree. Shout out Tyree mm-hmm. if you ever see this. And uh, I don't even remember following this guy. I swear. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I had no idea how I followed him, how he followed me. And he had posted this post about this, like, cool Instagram tool. mm mm-hmm that like helps you get like all these followers and stuff and I was like huh. Oh. like I remember calling up my boy Sam and I was like bro like what do you think about this tool and he's like oh that could be pretty dope mm. so like I don't remember how I followed Tyree but that post like made him stand out to me like I went to his page and he's got like all these fancy cars like mm. big crib and stuff and I'm like what's this dude do you know yeah. I mean? and then I look at his profile and it's like I'm 18 and I'm like What you know? And at the time, I think I was twenty-two or so. Mm -hmm. So make you feel like you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I got this cool mobile app, but I feel like I was struggling. So Mm -hmm. um, he was on my radar. Okay. So a week later, he made this post about Mm forex, and it was like this cool-looking, like I don't know. It was like this screenshot, and he was like, "I made three thousand dollars today from my smartphone." He wow. was like, if you wanna make if you wanna make this type of money, just get in contact with me. So I'm like, you know, alright, like what's okay. this about? You know what I'm saying? So I reached out to him and he was a part of this like multi-level marketing company called Wealth Generators. Mm-hmm. And basically what they do is they like, you know, there's like a marketing aspect where you recruit all these people mm-hmm. and then on the flip side of it, you can uh you can get signals and learn how to trade. So I was like, man, so I talked to him on the phone. All this stuff. He told me the cost for it. It wasn't that expensive, and I pondered it for like three days. Mm. And uh, like the third day, I was like, you know what? Like, let me go ahead and just jump in. So I jumped in, and I realized really quickly that it was just nothing but marketing. Mm. Like all these guys, <clears throat> excuse me. They uh, they didn't know how to trade themselves, and they were kind of like relying on this signal service, which the signals, you know, it's basically if you don't know what a signal service is, it's you know, they were sending out trades for you to kind of, like, copy and paste. Like, you just plug in the numbers, like, Mm -hmm. this is your entry, this is your stop loss, this is your target profit, right? right? You plug in enough numbers, you hit go, and then you just hope for the best. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to learn how to actually trade, because at the time, like, where I was mentally, I was just like, man, I'm so over people. (laughs) Like, you. you know, I was working 40 hours, plus I was working another, like, 30 or so driving for Uber. So I was like, man, if I can actually make money from my smartphone or my laptop and not like have to interact
0: with people, mm-hmm. I would love that. You know what I'm saying? Like at the time, I was, Same. Like, I was I was like, I would love that. So, but I love the people though. That's just, kidding. yeah, like, you, you get over
1: that type of stuff. But like at the, at the time I was like, man, like that's what I want. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I wanted to learn how to trade mm-hmm. But I realized it was like a lot of marketing stuff. People taking pictures in front of cars they didn't own, all mm-hmm. that stuff, just to recruit. Yeah. So they could get the residual aspect. So I end up switching teams to find another team that you know they knew how to trade a little bit more. But I found out that they didn't know how to trade that well either. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, you know what? Like, I'm gonna just take this into my own hands. Mm-hmm. So I end up dropping the company and the few people that I did recruit. I think I recruited like 20 or 30 people, mm-hmm. they all dropped with me, okay? Because, like, at the time... and you just started a strike. And no, no, seriously. <laughs> like, I, I swear it felt like that because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when I switched teams, they knew how to trade a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's why I felt confident to bring people in. Mm-hmm. But everyone kind of looked to me as, like, the leader anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, we need our, our own name and, you know, all this stuff. I was like, man, let's, like, brand ourselves and, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And uh, that's when we came up with the name Vision Trading Network, which is the name of my company today, mm-hmm. um, or at least the LLC name. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, "Man, like we need to brand ourselves. Like we need to like have our own imprint or our own footprint within this company." Right. So when I dropped, everyone else was like, "You know what, Nemo? Like I'm gonna follow you." You mm-hmm. know. So everyone dropped all 20, twenty, thirty people, whatever it was, and I like. And you know, at the time, like I was learning how to trade a little bit on my own too, so I just started sending out signals. Mm. okay. So I sent signals for, I think it was like just around a year, okay, okay? Well, no, 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 I take that back. So for the first like three months or so, I was still trying to figure out where I need to be, what team i was still with that company, all that all that jazz. And then for nine months, mm-hmm. I did the signals.
0: Now the signal. Now, so how did you perfect on doing the signals yourself? Because when you got into the company, the wealth generators, they were actually sending the signals to you. But you thought outside the box and saying, instead of dealing with people and just going off the system, I want to be the system. So, how did yeah? How would you make that happen? Okay,
1: so you know, it was really just being hungry. Mm -hmm. You know, I was I was behind the charts all the time. You know, I was still working. Mm-hmm. I still had my mobile app. I still had all these things going. Mm-hmm. And if I had to look at my daily schedule, it was like I'd work from 7.30 to like, I think it was three thirty, eight mm-hmm. Eight hours, whatever that time is. Right. I'd get home. I'd maybe like rest up until 5 p.m. or so. Mm-hmm. I'd go out in Uber mm-hmm. from 5 until like 9 or 10.
0: Peak hours? Yeah, basically. <laughs> from yeah. like 5 to 9 or 10. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd did come home. Though. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Uber and Lyft and Uber Eats and Instacart. Wow. I did it
1: all. So you get it. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I'd get home like 10 or so. i take a quick nap. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the Forex market, if people don't know, it's 24, 5. So it's open 24 hours a day. And um, I would take a, a nap from like 10 to maybe like midnight or so. Mm-hmm. And then I would trade until like 3 or 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I would do it all over again every single week. So... You know, I was hungry. Yeah. And I was learning things on my own, just, like, I didn't have any mentors or anything like that. Um, I was just finding my own theories and just, like, piecing stuff together. And, you know, I started cracking the code on my own strategy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, by the time, like, I really had a good amount of subscribers, which mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot, I think, peak, I think I had maybe 50, 60 people. Okay. Which isn't bad at you know, 50 to 100 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like... By the time I had those 50, 60 people, I was actually, like, a decent trader. Okay. You know, and, like, some time had went by. And, like, I was actually, like, winning probably 65 to 70% of my trades. You oh, know what okay. I'm saying? Which, you don't,
0: you don't need To it. develop the good rhythm, you got
1: yeah. your feet wet, so. Okay. Uh, so, but, um, fast forward uh, to probably, I feel like I, I feel your next question coming. Let's go. Um, <laughs> uh, to fast forward it, like. These subscribers, you know, they're taking the signals for all this time, mm-hmm. and you know, they're like, "Yo, Nemo, like this is this is fine. Like, I, I love the signals and stuff. I'm making money, but I want to learn how to trade on my own." Mm. And I felt that because I, I was the exact same way. Right? They're like, "Man, like I don't want to be relying on you all
0: day." And I'm like, all right, so... That's smart, man, because God forbid something happened to you, then they're out of business. So yeah, exactly. They want to be set up for success, so yeah, continue. Exactly, and, you know, I wanted to empower people, too.
1: So they're like, man, you've got to drop a course. You've got to drop a course. So what I did is uh, I made a super bold claim. All right, because I had went to this like business seminar, and they had pumped my head up and stuff, yeah. and I made this Super Bowl claim, and... Um, they always do that this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had pumped my head up, and I, I was like, all right, I hopped on Periscope. You remember Periscope? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so I hopped on Periscope, and I was like, I want to help some people make $10,000 in 30 days. Now, mm. mind you, I had probably made $10,000 at this point from trading, but I had never made it in 30 days, mm. okay? And if you, I, I think I've told this story on some other content, but any of my viewers that do end up watching this, that's the truth. I had never made thirty days by, by myself. Right. Um, so I made this Periscope session and I had eight people sign up at 200 bucks a pop. Okay. okay. And the deal was they get five days with me, three hours each day, mm-hmm. a total of 15 hours with the content. And during that 15 hours... I taught them everything I could possibly teach them right. from A to Z, right? Okay. Everything I had learned over the last year. Mm-hmm. So I like these 8 people, they all show up on the very first day. We're all on Skype or whatever. I start teaching and I don't know if it's just the length of time or just me, like my voice or whatever, Warren, yeah. whatever it was, like people started dropping off <clears> as <throat> each day went mm-hmm. along, even though they had paid. They started dropping off. Hmm. And I had one person that stayed for all five sessions, all right? And uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but he's out in the UK. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) it's funny because every session I would hear him typing away, taking notes. Like, he was just hungry. He was interested, yeah. Yeah, he was really into it. Mm -hmm. And he did it. You know, he did it. Like, he, I had quit my job and all this stuff, and I was traveling, doing my thing just from trading. And um, I was actually in Colombia, and he texted me. Um, on the 30th day, I swear to it, he texted me on the 30th day, he was like, Nemo, I'm freaking out right now because I did it. He was like, I just closed some trades and I made over $10,000 in 30 days. Wow. And I was like, are you serious? You know what I'm saying? And, I like, <laughs> and like I said, at the point, at, at that point in time, I had never done that, right. you know? Um, I had like, I have had probably made like 25000 that year. Okay. But it was like over the course of that year, you know what I'm saying? So... I'm tripping over this. I'm yeah, like, man, like, are you serious? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yo, we got to get this on camera. We got to get some video. So, um, I got him on video and <clears throat> the testimonial is still up on YouTube and everything. Um, but after that, like, I basically, I was like, okay, I got something here. Mm-hmm. You know, this is my first course I had never taught anybody anything. I didn't even graduate high school on time. I got right. my, my, my GED. Saying, yeah. good enough diploma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good enough diploma. I like that. I like that. Um, got my GED. Didn't graduate college. None of that. So I'm like, man, like I, I just taught somebody how to like really better themselves. Right. So I'm feeling good. And I was like, but you know what? Like I got to take this 15 hours, and I got to compress it somehow. And mm-hmm. I don't want to teach for 15 hours each time. Right. So... I took that that 15 hours worth of content and I took out the like real core nuggets of it mm-hmm. and I compressed it into 4 hours, okay? And I released this course on September 1st of I think it was
0: 2016, okay, I think. Yeah, 2016. The course is like it's like a master class kind of like out of a master class instruction. Yeah, it's like they
1: get a members area and it's like the video step by step kind of thing. Okay. Um and I released this course on September 1st and I kid you not, it was like like it blew up, man. Like wow. so there was a need up. for. it. Yeah. Mm. It blew up. It was like literally kids that had never heard of forex before, had never traded before. Had never invested in anything before. Mm -hmm. We're coming through my program, like, virtually making thousands upon thousands of dollars, like, overnight. Like, I kid you not. And all the testimonials are on on my pages, on YouTube and stuff. So, I'm, like, posting testimonials, like, every week. You know what I'm saying? Like, videos of people making $6,000 in a day, $10,000 in a day. Like, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So, that's what kind of, like,
0: skyrocketed everything for me really. That's an awesome story man and to be honest I'm definitely interested in learning more you know because I I thought about trading at at some point but I was a little confused in how to read stocks you know because you know there's the graphs and the bars Mm -hmm. and all that stuff Mm all the numbers and it's like it all was just like algebra to me and I hated algebra bro you know what I'm saying so I kind of was just looking at companies I admired and Checking on their stocks, you know, like Walmart, McDonald's, you know, yeah. public companies and stuff like that. So I'm interested in learning about how it is your system will work for someone like me, mm-hmm. you know, who doesn't understand the stock market. You know what right. I'm saying? What those numbers mean and stuff like that. You okay. know, um, now, as far as um, now, I know I know in, insider trading is illegal, correct? Okay. Now, can you can you explain how you overcome that obstacle? Because I know you have a team, and you know you guys might get into conversation and try to yeah. tip People also, how does one overcome that obstacle but still be informative of a teammate? Okay. So, I'll
1: answer that. I'll answer that question, and I'll also kind of like piggyback off of like how it how it can help people like you. Okay. So the thing that took me to the next level. And I'm wearing the shirt. It says "Market Maker." Now, I was when I was struggling with forex. The thing that kind of like took to, took my strategy, strategy to the next level is seeing this word mm-hmm. or these words, basically. Okay. So I was like I said, I was hungry. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was like trying to reach out to all these like mentors and gurus online. Um, wasn't really getting anywhere with them, so I never actually like ended up purchasing one. Um, and then I was joining all these Facebook groups, all this stuff. Right. And there was a post that I don't even remember what the actual post said, but it Mm -hmm. had a lot of engagement on it. Right. So I'm going through all the comments and I, there was two people conversating and they said the word market maker. Now at the time, like, you know, I'm a beginner. I'm just a couple months in. Right. And, uh, I'm like market maker. It stood out to me for whatever reason. Right. Right. And I was like, whoever that is, like, I got to know him. You know, if he makes the market, like, I want to learn from that guy. Exactly. You know, I thought it was like a single person because of based on the context on how they were talking. Right. Well, I went down a deep rabbit hole of what market makers are, how how they can help me, all this stuff. So now essentially what a market maker is, is like, it's like everyone's seen The Wizard of Oz where it's like, you know, the great Oz behind the curtain. Right. right? Well, market makers, they basically run our world the same way that Wizard of Oz does. Okay. It's like this great Oz behind the curtain. So, if you want to go get a loan, mm-hmm. if, you, if you get approved for some credit, um, the, debt in our, the debt problem in, in our world today, like, basically everything is ran by market makers. And mm-hmm. I, I started going down this rabbit hole, and I realized that market makers play a huge role in the forex market. Mm. Now, the Forex market, it's not so much like um, insider trading and all that stuff because it's too big of a market. Okay, It's the largest market in the world. There's like four to six trillion traded daily. So it's not possible to do insider trading. But like if you understand market makers, it's like damn near mar- insider trading because mm. – it, but it's, it's legal. Oh, okay. It's still legal because you got these market makers – you know who are moving trillions of dollars per day. Wow! Right? Because the forex market—it's—it stands for foreign exchange. Right. And it's like it's like the it's directly correlated or tied to our economies. Right. Okay. So like I'm trading the USD, I'm trading the euro, I'm trading the Japanese yen. So it's directly correlated to that because it's the currency, yes, of, currency. of the of the country. Mm-hmm. So when you understand how a market maker moves the market, mm-hmm. you can understand why most people fail, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Because statistically, 95% of traders that come into the market, they all fail. So if you understand them, you have a, a huge advantage. So I went down this rabbit hole, and I'm still going down the rabbit hole because the information isn't in plain sight. you right. got to piece stuff together. you got to test stuff, back test, late nights you know, you got to come up with your own theories, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's what gave me my edge and that's what gives my students an edge so that the average person could come in, they understand what they need to understand Mm -hmm. and so that they can start going into the market correctly. Because if you, if you try to go into this thing without that mentorship, chances are you're going to lose a bunch of money, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to lose regardless. It's a part, it's a natural part of trading, right? But if you don't, it like, blowing accounts and all that stuff, it's completely avoidable if you mm-hmm. have the right information. So, when it, um, like, hopefully that answers the question. Like, for one, when it comes to insider information, if, like, the only insider information we're sharing is more knowledge about market makers, which it's legal to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, two, you know, the average person who... You know, they're not good at math. Like, you guys know my background now. I didn't graduate high school, didn't graduate college. I wasn't that good of a student. Mm-hmm. None of that stuff. Um, like, the average person can come in and understand the, the, the things that they need. Right. Like the real nuggets, the, like Wizard of Oz, Curtain, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And once they peel that back, you have the right tools. Right. So like, you're still gonna have to like learn things on your own. You're still gonna have your own challenges. You're still gonna have all that stuff that you got to go through. But it's like you peel back the right layer mm, to take yourself down, because, or the the right layer to like open up a path that they don't want you to go down.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? No, that makes sense. It sounds like the difference between making it legal and illegal, as far as inside of trading, is how the message is delivered. You know what I'm saying to the student you know rather because you're saying basically if you understand market makers they kind of teach you of what to do and when to attack and stuff like that as opposed to insider information they kind of tell you who and when and what to attack and stuff like that and that would be valid as
1: illegal yeah so I mean like it Basically, like, in the stock market, it's really
0: easy to, to do insider information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's more conversation. And it's like, a don't ask, yeah. don't tell, you know, mm-hmm. don't snitch. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. And you're trading
1: equity of a company, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, like my company could be tanking right now. And, like, let's say I'm a public, public company, right? Mm-hmm. Um, publicly traded company. My company could be tanking. And so, let's say only you and I know that. Mm-hmm. And you tell... You know them out in the hallway or something. They have an advantage to make money off of it. But like with the, the currency market, if if something's tanking, it's already public information because mm. we're all invested in the currency. Right. If that makes sense, we all have dollars in our pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, people in Europe they all have euro. They all have pound in Great Britain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's not that it's it's private information. Anymore With Mm -hmm. with currency I see Yeah But now When it comes to like Market makers and stuff The reason why I say It's like We're kind of trading Insider information Even though we're We're technically not It's like They're showing us Certain things So like In the marketplace Or in the Like if we were to Pull up a chart right now Mm -hmm. Whatever we're seeing Isn't people like You and I causing it Okay It's these banks Okay. okay, it's these like big banks, these guys that, or hedge funds, you know, people that have billions of dollars at, the, at disposal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're the ones that are moving the market. If the market starts going up, they moved it. If the market's going down, they moved it. Now, the common theme and the common like knowledge and the common way to start trading. Mm-hmm. Is a person will go online? They'll go on YouTube. They'll find how to draw all these like lines and trend lines and support and resistance. You may have heard those terms, yes. right? So a person will find all this information mm-hmm. easily. You do a quick search, how to f- trade forex. You'll find that information all day long, right? But this information is meant to hurt you, okay? Because they'll show you something that'll be perfectly in alignment with what you just learned on YouTube or some ebook or something like that. And then they'll go against it entirely
0: Mm -hmm. and that's meant to like take your equity right it's meant to take your money Uh and control the market yeah much because they know what you're looking for so they set you up for failure so they can profit off Mm -hmm. their success of your failure yeah wow (laughs) And the funny
1: thing is the money that's being used to move the market it's our money in the first place well kind of it depends how you look at it like when you put your money into a bank, it's not actually yours. When you have money in your hand, it's still not actually yours. Mm-hmm. Because they control all the money. Like it's people think that the money comes from the government, but it comes from them. Central banks. Right. And you know, they're they're putting the money out there. That's why we have such a bad debt. You know, we can fix it. The government just chooses not to. Right. And, you know, like when you when they put all this money into the into the marketplace, They give it to us, we put it in in banks, which is them in the first place, and then they use it right back against us.
0: Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. So it's like, how do you, knowing that information, how does one have leverage or, you know, have a competitive advantage to actually be successful as a trader? I mean, you don't. Like, I mean, it's not that you
1: don't, it's just you you're most likely going to have to go through a lot more challenges and pitfalls if you don't if you if you choose to ignore this information entirely. Mm-hmm. So like I think a statistic came out not too long ago where in order to be successful with trading, mm-hmm. a trader only needs to maintain a 30% success rate on their trades. Okay. Or like winning rate. Right. And that's just because it comes down to risk management. Mm-hmm. If you if you take ten trades, right, and you got a thirty percent winning rate, so you're only winning three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you know how to cut losses, you can still be a profitable trader. You can still be a millionaire. You can still do well. But see, with the information that I have, I'm able to teach me and my students how to maintain seventy to eighty percent success rates. Mm. So like, if the one or two trades that we might lose, it's like it's nothing yeah it's like whatever yeah, you know yeah what i'm saying it's just you expect it. that <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uphill it's like yeah they they come every now and then you might take a big hit every now and then but like you know it takes me months to lose a trade mm. you know what i'm saying so
0: yeah that's what's up man mm. um okay I, I want i want to get into more of your background but i do have one more question in regards to you know one potentially looking to invest so in your experience you know your advice what would you suggest someone invest versus what they have saved like percentage-wise percentage dollar amounts you know what I'm saying like if I got like you know maybe like 25,000 in the bank what you know and obviously I got bills and stuff like that but what <coughs> do you suggest someone at least risk to invest like allocate yeah to invest versus what they have
1: saved you know that's that's a a really it's a really good question um I have to answer it kind of a couple different ways so it all comes down to like skill level Mm -hmm. like if you're a complete beginner Mm -hmm. then I would say no more than three thousand dollars and actually three thousand is like a good starting point Mm -hmm. um but luckily, like, the, the thing about, and that's why I said I have to answer it in multiple ways, mm-hmm. the, the good thing about the market that we're in, you can trade with, like, demo accounts and stuff like that. So, like, I always recommend my, my students start off with a demo. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're planning on starting with, thousand, five hundred bucks, 2500 whatever, whatever they plan on starting with, they, they set up a demo account with that amount right? and see if they can manage the risk And grow that account over the course of like two to three months. Okay. If you could do that and you're comfortable with that, and you do it successfully without like blowing that demo account, then go ahead and deposit some some real money and do your thing. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But the the issue is like a lot of people think that okay, I've got ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna throw this in and my my returns will be bigger. Okay. Which, yeah, they will be. But if you don't have a solid blueprint, you're going to end up losing that full 10000 mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you know, that's the beauty between the stock market and the Forex market. The stock market, you're most likely going to have a $10,000 minimum. Oh, okay. Just to even get started. The Forex market, since it's based on, like, percentages, yeah. you can deposit as little as like, 100 bucks. You right. Know, there's, some, there's some brokers out there, like offshore brokers, that will accept ten dollars so you can start trading with, like it's insane, but you know, like that's the beauty of
0: the forex know, market. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, good deal. Was it was this entrepreneurship that you're encountering your first dream ever in life? Mm-mm. What, was it, <laughs> what was your first dream? Man,
1: I don't even know. I was so like. Distracted in high school. Even before that, when like, you was a
0: kid, you wanted to be a basketball player. Or I wanted to be an athlete. Like okay. Yeah. Like what, football. Yeah. Football. Okay. Yeah. Even um, though I'm a skinny guy, I didn't grow up in that. running back. back. Yeah. Yeah. I was quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Did you look up to a running back that gave you that uh, aspiration?
1: Uh, Reggie Bush. Mm. I watched him for all throughout my kid or my childhood.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that was my dream, athlete. That's what's up, man. Yeah. So, at what point did you uh gave gave up on that and pursued the following dream? Which it, um, that this was your following dream? Or you had another one prior to. I had another one prior. So, like
1: around like eighteen, I thought I was gonna make it really big in music. As well, an artist. Uh huh. Okay, singer, rapper, rapper. Yeah. Okay. Um. Started, like, you know, rapping in, in basements, freestyling at, like, 15, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. English and Spanish rap. Right. Okay, word. Mm-hmm. Word. Um, yeah, that was, like, my next dream. And then, especially when things hit the fan with school, when mm-hmm. I got to college,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go back to, like, my passion. I'm going to go back to music and blah, blah, blah. And I did that for a little bit. Started hitting the studio and stuff for, like, real studios for the first time, not, like, your homie's basement. yeah, yeah. Right? and uh i realized like i was like you know what i'd rather be behind the scenes than the artist right and um that's when i started the party promoting thing i was like i love music i love partying like i asked myself this big question i was like what would i do every single day for free and yeah. once i once i came down to the the answers it was music party <laughs> you know I'm like I'm like, like everybody yeah, yeah I'm like 19 20 years old I was like I would, I would love to be around music I love to dance and like party and that's when I started the whole like party promoting thing mm. um and I like like I said like
0: I pushed that until I found Forex. wow and, and, and what was the years from when the party promotion to uh Forex? like that uh time span it was like two and a half years in Mm -hmm. I think, well, wait,
1: I got to think on that. Um, I've been, I've been an entrepreneur for just over five years, so. Congrats. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I'm in my, my fourth, I'm going into my fourth year as a trader. It'll be four years this upcoming summer.
0: Okay. So I think it was like two years or so. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Now, I know in the beginning, um, you know, off camera, we were talking about you doing a lot of traveling and showcasing that side of you. You know, we mm-hmm. talked about business a lot, but I want to learn more about you, about Nemo, you yeah. know, about the travel side, about the fun side and the plans you have with showcasing that side of you. Yeah. So,
1: I would say now, like, um, you know, I'm getting more mature, mm-hmm. balancing out. now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just a big party anymore, mm-hmm. but... I'm balancing out. I do still have fun. I just, uh, you know, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to just put out, not put out an image, but, like, give the real sides of me in terms of, like, just, like, just real life, like, wisdom, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. So I'm going to show, like, all right, I do have fun. Mm -hmm. I do, you know, do my thing, whatever. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of things that, I'm like balancing just as like a, a human being, if that makes sense. So, like what? Well, just like you know, I'm learning my life lessons, and I, I I feel like I'm very good at learning the or learning from a mistake the first time. Mm-hmm. I don't repeat mistakes. Right. Um, so I'm I'm about to release a um, a content series where basically I'm giving that side of me, like all the lessons that I'm learning, mm-hmm. basically. So I've got like 120 life lessons that I'm going to be posting videos for. Okay. And, um, we talked about the traveling thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be recording a lot of these videos mm-hmm. while I'm out there.
0: Okay. I'm
1: headed to South America. Mm-hmm. Um, this is coming up real soon, right? 2019, mm-hmm. early yeah. January. Yeah. I'm leaving, like, first or second week of January. I'm mm-hmm. going to buy my ticket in the next couple of days. So.
0: Nice. Um, uh-huh. I'm going. Now, I was going to say, so when do you plan to release all this content? Like, as you're in, in the midst of it? Or, like, after you get back, get it edited and stuff? So, like... What is your plan? So
1: I've actually started filming. Okay. I've got like 15 out of the 120 done. Okay. Um, so it's just about like getting the content structured. Mm-hmm. I'll probably You'll probably start seeing stuff like mid this month. So mm-hmm. we're already approaching that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just making sure that the campaign's set, making sure my sales funnel is proper. Cause you know, everything's got a monetary um Motive at the end of it, but right. like, at the same time, in terms of like me, Nemo, mm-hmm. I want to start pushing into that like public figure, uh, public speaker, like you know, just role model, if right. that makes sense. Like I've got wisdom, I have fun, I have you know, I do my thing, but at
0: the same time, like you could learn a thing or two, mm-hmm. you know. No, that's dope, man. I, it actually sounds like a good like documentary mm-hmm. type of style a show. Um, I could see something like that, possi- a good home for that being like Netflix or Hulu or something like that. So you might want to consider actually getting a proof of concept together mm-hmm. and going to pitch to these people. You know, I actually have a literary agent whenever you're ready, I'll be you know, we could probably try to set that up for you. But no, that's dope, man. Like I said earlier, I'd definitely like to help you with the production side of those, yeah. that, that, that idea. Um, but yeah, no, that sounds great, man. So, what are you planning to travel to? You know, cause I know you said South America, so you're just gonna be bouncing around within South America, or uh, I'm gonna stay in Colombia the whole time. I'm mm-hmm. thinking Medellin. Yeah,
1: Medellin. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Medellin. I love it out there. Yeah. Man. Um, I've been I've been to 19 different countries, and like, and
0: you ain't get nobody pregnant yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing
1: I know of. Not that I know of. Um yeah man like 19 different countries and, and Colombia is still my favorite to this day awesome. so I've never been haven't had the pleasure yet man yes yeah this is gonna be my second time so I'm hoping to have just as good of an experience as I did the first time cause the first time I actually launched my first course from there mm. yeah so you know it was just like the money started coming in like the testimonials like I'm trading doing my thing like it was just a bomb time, man. It was a super bomb
0: time. Nah, that's cool, man. I could tell just when you speak about it, like you light up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When you were talking business, you were more serious and, you know, a little structured because it sounds like that brings the a lot of life out right there. That's what I'm saying. That's it's what people need to see. So when you do this, make sure you're projecting that energy on top of everything. You know, yeah. give out these information life lessons, but that energy is what's going to attract. Because that's yeah. what attracted me to you to watch the show, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I want to have fun too, so let's get it! Yeah. You know, so definitely project that that image of energy more than anything, you know what I'm saying? But that's dope, man, no, but I'm real happy for you, I'm proud of you, man, and um, I'm sure y- your family feel the same way, they all support everything mm-hmm. you're doing, right? Yeah. Did they feel the type of way when you left school, at the first time? Uh, no, because, like, it was, it was,
1: uh... You know, it was more money at first. Mm. Um, I did end up getting myself back into school. Oh, okay. Because um, that was like, that was like the mission. You know, I was like, I'm a, I don't want money to be in in between me and my goals. I'm gonna get myself back in the school, right? Mm. And I did get myself back in, and I, I did a fall semester, and I dropped back out because mm. I was like, nah, nah, that's stuff. I had started the business stuff, and you know, I was on my grind,
0: so I hate you, man single, yeah single yeah. it seems like it seems that you kind of have to be to kind of stay focused but you know i mean with that life partner depending on who that be they could contribute to the situation you know so
1: no i mean i i I had two relationships this year or two breakups i should say in one year yeah oh damn one was one was a longer one um yeah and (laughs) broke it off with her and then it wasn't nothing serious obviously no, either. Either. it was it was pretty serious. And that's why I got like my house and everything. Oh, okay. So yeah. you had a purpose for the relationship. Yeah. Um. And then um, I ended up meeting someone else a few months later after I broke up with her, and uh, it was more short lived. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I might not even count it in a year, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, yeah, two breakups this year. So I, I get you though. Like who you're with,
0: your significant other, it it really matters. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You can't have no one distract you from your business, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It has to be someone that is into something completely different or contributes to the situation. Yeah. It has to be, in my opinion, a calculated move, you know, mm-hmm. but they have to be <coughs> stepping into your world, not the other way around yeah. and create that partnership from there. No pettiness, no arguments, none of that stuff, it's all distractions. Yeah, no, trust me, I hear you, bro. I definitely met my girl at the right time, you know, because I was done playing around and she was done playing around, so we came up with this plan together to move forward, and that's what we're doing, you know. Awesome. because We're almost three years in, so. That's awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm loving it, man. But now, man, so where, so where can someone find your master class or contact you to get all this information, become a student, and be as successful as you are? Yeah, so you can go to
1: marketmakers.com, just like on my shirt, Well. This doesn't have the S, but there is an S in the domain marketmakers mm-hmm. Um, you'll be able to find me from there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, my man, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Like I said, I'm I'm excited to release this. I'm excited to potentially be a student of yours because I want to get into the trading. And I'm looking for that financial freedom, you yeah. know. And it's it, 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 LA can be very, you know, <laughs> can take its toll on your pockets. You know what I'm saying? Trust so me, I know. But yeah, but I'm definitely looking for that entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and I hope you could be one of the people that contribute to that in my future. Yeah, so, we'll talk know, about Definitely, bro. But you just tuned in to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast, Nehemiah Douglas, Johnny Vegas. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thanks.